You are listening to the one of us.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads, but on a case by case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at one of at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at two, five, ten, or twenty-five dollars and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hello, this is Bradley Martin, and we're gonna talk about an Apple Plus movie, and that movie is called Tetris. You guys say Tetris or Tetrus? It's like toilet or toilet. Tetris. 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 If the creator of the song uh, heard you singing that, he'd be very depressed, because that's actually a very uh, depressing Russian folklore song that when Tetris... When Tetris took it, he's like, that's awesome. But at the same time, it's kind of minimizing the importance of that tragic tale. <laughs> it's Russia. It's all tragic. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all tragic. But um, <laughs> it's all it's, in snow. It's timeless. It's Tetris made it timeless. So we have one man who discovers Tetris at a game fair, I'm just going to call it. Hank Rogers. That's Hank, H-E-N-K. Rogers, played by the wonderful Taron Egerton, not Edgerton. Actually, I'm not sure how that one said. <laughs> we should check. And he plays Tetris for about five minutes, and he loves it so much that he goes on a quest to gather all the rights. Every single right to this game. Arcade, console, computer. He wants them all because he knows this is a billion-dollar idea. And possibly the future of gaming. In his quest, he'll meet a lot of crazy fun characters, such as uh, actor Rick Yoon, who's doing a fantastic job as bank manager, who just has the biggest headaches from this guy because he's always got an adventure saying, Give me a loan, give me a loan, we'll all be rich. He's like, Oh, you and your loans, why don't you go find another dream? Nick DeFermov, the creator of Tetris, who is like, I create. Sorry, that's the actor's name. Alex Pejitnov, the creator of Tetris, who's like, I create game. I don't own what I create. This is tragedy of communist Russia. <laughs> Russia, Tetris owns you. <laughs> yeah. For all the old fogies out there, there's a joke for you. Then, of course, he has a home life with his daughter, Maya Rogers, played by Kenan Narumi who has a song that she's so excited to sing at school. So she's got a beautiful voice, but her father is just so busy. Will he be able to hear her sing? Or will his white whale, Tetris, and the rights to it take over his life entirely? So with me to talk about Tetris, someone who always has the vertical four block right when he needs it, Doggett is with us. Always fits perfectly, dog it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
as someone who is just as wonderful as the little ditty that plays while you play Tetris, Harmony is with us. Hello. I can't wait to tell, talk about my video game uh, credentials for this. So, <laughs> Very good. And, of course, we have someone who probably is a master of Tetris or a Sorcerer Supreme, with you will, at the blocks. Neil is with us. Hello. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm a master of it, but I, I know that the futility of Tetris. You've already lost as soon as you start <laughs> to play. It's it's more about how long you can delay that loss. That's true. It's oh. uh, well to to me. You're all masters of Tetris because you guys were around when it dropped. Ah. This is like before my time. Yeah. Like the original, like Game Boy Color. Was when I was. Born. I was never in the Game Boys, but it was arcade. It was an arcade cabinet. Was my introduction addiction and. What's an arcade cabinet? Mine was computer. Go- Google it, and then to computer. Yeah, after that, Harmony, it was computer because you could find it fairly easily. But um, Game Boy was so important to Texas, but that wasn't my introduction or addiction to it. Well, for me. Actually, we did have it on the Nintendo Entertainment System, but there is a sequence in this film where they talk about handheld. That's the wave of the future. How are we going to get people to buy handhelds? And he's like, Tetris, that's how you're going to get them to buy handhelds. Package it with Tetris. I did have a Game Boy packaged with Tetris. So yes, Doug, and I'm a very old <laughs> I man. I did love, you know, total sidebar, <laughs> this movie treats that in that moment they, they created the word handheld. And while no one... Maybe one, two characters know what it means. No one else does, but they sure act like they do. Like, yeah. oh yeah, we want handheld rights. We want the... They don't know what the fuck that means at all. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, someone else wants it. I want it first. I want it first. First. No. It's it's called business. Like a sandwich, right? Handheld is a sandwich. Exactly. <laughs> Bologna, mayonnaise, mustard. Get that handheld money. Um, yeah. So how how'd y'all feel about this? Not just the creation of Tetris, but the espionage spy moose and squirrel Russia antics that went along with it, apparently. No, I love I love the story of Tetris. Like I would there are like podcasts that go deep dives on this because it's it's a crazy fucking story. Like you can play this as a comedy, which is what the movie does. And I love that. You can also play this as not a comedy, which is probably what it felt like in real life. Mm -hmm. Like the rich guy's son. When he finds out, like, shit's going, like, shit's shady, he's not like, Russian government, fuck all you, fuck all y'all. He shuts his mouth, and he gets the fuck out of Russia. Yeah. That's what happens in real life. That billionaire nepotism, Anthony Boyle is the actor, Kevin Maxwell, that's Mr. Maxwell, (laughs) is such a cartoon in this. But because of Taryn's... uh, comedy stylings himself his perfect delivery his reaction shots his mustache and eyebrow acting top tier follicles everybody is committed to the yes we are doing a bit of a cartoon performance of this 8-bit game and i think the blend is masterful and i know that's kind of odd coming from me because i usually crap on historical fiction but it's it's a knockout for me. This is just a wonderfully good time. This, even though we think we know, like we know the finish line, this movie still gets you sucked in where you're you're not sure, and it's easily 
more tenseful and suspenseful than a third of the actual spy movies out there that are trying to do it. <laughs> and this is, you know, a different kind of, it's not even espionage. It's more of a race. Yeah. But because it's behind the Iron Curtain for most of the movie, we're there more than we're anywhere else in this movie in Russia. And I don't, I, I, I'm not sure if younger viewers may get like the vibe of that Russia back uh, then. But that, yeah, terrifying. That they is. kind of I imply it. Terrifying, actually, I mean, they imply yeah. like, oh, well, this is a crime. You're going to be arrested. That was a death sentence back then. Like yeah. you were you never, never leaving from again. And you would. Yeah, you would vanish into Siberia or something. But you're still spooked by I don't even want to be arrested by these people. And if you want to know hor- horrifying and the the terrors of, of that type of government, uh, do some historical reading on KGB. Because, you know, they don't knock on your door. You knock on their door and they answer and you disappear. So and you disappear. You, yep. Um, so kind of my I wanted to talk a little bit about my background with with video games and computer games, and stuff like that. My father worked for Dell before it was Dell. So we were always really early adopters of everything. And so that's how I got. Like and I'm talking like seven, eight years old. A copy of Tetris like it, 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 yeah and then later in, in my life I worked for Sega who's, who's mentioned briefly mm-hmm. in this as kind of a baddie sort of like this kind of a you know one of the many video games game companies that come out during the late 80s and I, I also I worked for Microsoft for the Xbox, the original Xbox gaming system. So that's those are that's my credentials, <laughs> and is that I'm old. I think is maybe what, what I'm going with here, and that I've seen a lot of a lot of Tetris over the past you know forty years, basically. Sure, I, my first computer was a Dell computer. So thank you to your, your family. The beginning of this movie is. It's pretty well done how they, 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 they lay it all on the table and the rest of the movie goes from there. But Tara Edgerton is just talking to this bank person and this bank person going from angry to like excited to angry to excited to angry again <laughs> to this white, the gall, the gall of him. He owes them money and he's like, I'm going to need two more million. Yeah. And that's a, a ton of a ton of money back in 1988 is when this initially takes, well, when our narrative takes place. They go back and forth on the history whenever he starts to explain something like, oh, you want to know about the creation of Tetris? Well, four years ago, and then he'll get into uh, Alexei's story. I, I actually, there's not anybody in here that I don't think plays this to, like like you were saying, play it, plays it as a, like over a top character, but they like commit to every single bit yeah. in this, in this movie, you know, it's, it's very much like I'm sort of the American cowboy and that's how everybody sees me. You know, um, I keep wanting to call him Eggsy, but <laughs> of, of Taryn, uh, Egerton, is that right? Or, a Dutch, I can't yeah, in, in, an English guy playing an American guy. A Dutch American who lives in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who lives in Japan? American Who lives, lives in, in Japan. Japan now? Which yeah. I think that's if he was like his passport's Dutch, lets him get past the first gates of all this. If he yeah. was American, it's shut down completely. He would have been uh, dead already. <laughs> I I agree, I agree with Harmony that they everyone seemed to take this seriously when it's really just 
they're fighting over rights for a video game to be released when it's all it's all a huge gamble video games at this point are still like they're starting to be big business but they're nothing they're not a fraction of what they are now and we even talked about how like handheld comes up and no one really knows what that means but someone else wants it so i i think i have to want it too yeah but they all took it very seriously Oh my god, this movie blows Nintendo like probably air blows the shoes. <laughs> well, and it's it's Matthew Vaughn's production company, which I get a sense he took it seriously. Like, this is a good story to tell. We should tell this story. Well, if you ever feel like reading on this history, I always recommend The Console Wars. And that does kind of favor Nintendo more. But I feel like it only favors Nintendo more because Nintendo wins when it goes yeah. up against Sega. And even nowadays, Nintendo is, like, still huge, ridiculous. Well, that's because Sega was trash. Yeah. I mean, it helps when Sega was trash. <laughs> I suppose. The world is better for Nintendo winning. Can you imagine the world if Sega won the console war- wars? We'd be oh, in World know, War III by now. Dreamcast had won. Yeah. Dreamcast had some bangers. <laughs> it did have some bangers, yeah. And terrible yeah. controllers. I know that's that that was that was the era I worked for Sega was was Dreamcast. So, yeah, we're all gushing about this. Before we hop into final thoughts, I do want to hear: Are there any negatives that you guys had about this movie? Anything where you're like, eh? I had a couple. I, I only go ahead, dog. It you first. Well, I'm just uh, mine are just nitpicky, and they're not even complaints. It's just me being annoying to my friends, being like, when they're like, this all happens, like. Well, no, not really. Not the, the, Probably everybody isn't in the same building when they're all finding out it's all shady. Probably there's not an Argo chase at the end. But I argue it makes the movie... For the, for, for the tone the movie is, it works. No. Yeah. And even the, even the movie's like, it's pretty fantastical, so we're just going to make everything pixelated for a bit. Yeah, I think, I think that's when they're like, we're just going to go absurd. Like, somebody's telling the story, and this is how they're telling it. You know, that's that's how I interpreted it, and that's why it would later go to pixelated, because it's you receiving a story, which is how I kind of interpret video games to be anyways. Absolutely. In the style of when he starts introducing people and we first see them as like an 8-bit pixelated uh, video <laughs> game character, my trifling ass is like, well, if there's a story about me, I want to be introduced that way. That's that's neat. <laughs> well, the introductions and the, and the fast travel are pixelated. Yeah, I do think I don't think it works as much in the car chase, which is a good good car chase. Again, we're talking about a video game movie, essentially a video game movie, and there's a really really good car chase in it. But I it it does break it I think a bit because it'll switch to an over overhead Game Boy view. They pixelate parts of it, but not all of it, and they didn't do that with anything else. It was just intros and fast travel. And then I think it was a little, at times it, it was a little tough to keep up because they're throwing around legalese and what is or isn't. If if they could have toned that down or I'll say it, simplified it just a little, I think you could keep up with it a little bit better. These are minor, like these, these aren't even one square blocks on a Tetris board of an issue because it's still really good, really engaging, um, should be required viewing in grade schools yeah. of, <laughs> I, i'm also a big video game that i i work I, in the customer service side but i work in the video game industry and have for the last 16 years pong was my first experience with a video game then it was 
the convenience store in our roller rink had cabinets, so I always wanted to go there. I had an Atari 2600. Never any Segas, but uh, it was Atari, <laughs> then it was Nintendo for me until the PC, and now it's PC's master over console. I still have, I play some console, but this movie's that good. So let's carry that into our final thoughts. Uh, Harmony, would you please lead us? Yeah, um, I I adored this movie. I There were times that I'm like literally like holding my head saying, it's just a game, guys. And just being so stressed out and really in, invested in this story, even though, you know, like you said, you know what the end game is. Um, but like, it's, it's well done it's well acted. I really dug the music choices. I think it's hilarious that they have one song that they have like the different languages version of the song in every country <laughs> that, that they take part in. And I, I think that's hilarious and stuff like that's just really, really tickles me. Uh, I think I can't think of anything I disliked about the movie. I actually really liked the absurdist pixelation in the car chase. Like I was, I was here for it. I, you know, was, you know, you're rooting for, for our good guys. You're, you're rooting for the bad guys to be stopped. You're, you know, and it's so absurd and over the top that yeah sure what let's let's throw some pixelation in here as well because like i said it, to me it was like they're t- somebody's retelling the whale story over and over again and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger so now the most recent version of the story is and then there was a car sh- chase and then you know <laughs> yeah so that's that's how i see it um i like i said love this movie i'm gonna give this oh, gosh i'm gonna give this a 10 out of 10 times that capitalism were one communism yeah not so much but yeah i'm still gonna go with socialism every time like i i want you to be millionaires i just don't want you to be billionaires is that too much to ask it's fair you just want us all to suffer because your family worked for sega that's (laughs) (laughs) no my family worked for dell pay attention i worked for sega (laughs) dell computers keep up man Neil, please, if you would. The trailer got me excited for it. It did not let down. Um, I I also, another thing I want to sneak in there is I like how not all the Russians were evil. Some were bureaucrats. Some were just doing their thing. And we had maybe one or two that were the villains, but they were in positions of power and influence. To, to wreck it there's there's more american villains in this movie than there are russian villains in this movie um but it kept you on the edge of your seat even though yes we this came out right this is a thing but how like you're even start to fear a little bit like how many people <laughs> died for this game um because it's that tense it has it checked up just enough there's this should be required viewing for people that want to make spy movies because it pulls it off and it's really not trying to be that because it's not espionage. It's not really the whole point. Our our main characters aren't trying to steal. They're just trying to secure because they see something. Like he says, uh, Hank says, I played it for five minutes and I can't stop seeing blocks now. I see blocks in my dreams, which is an actual thing. All of us have experienced that. Um, I can't. I mean, it does have the barrier of Apple TV, which is a decent barrier for some people to get past. But. 
I've yet to see bad shit on Apple TV, and this is just more proof that they they are if they're picky, it works. It totally works. You don't wait around for the four solid line. Take the chance on the S shape and get it in there. I'm gonna give this nine and a half out of ten completed lines all at once. Wow. Yeah, how fun was that? Dog it. If you, if you would give us your, your wisdom, please. Well, I love this movie. Yes, it's GA capitalism, but I do love it still. And, um, you know, handheld, personal computer, uh, game console, arcade cabinet. Like, these are the, you know, together, it's the cap- video game capitalism infinity gauntlet. And everybody's after it. Everybody has their eye on it, and whoever gets it is going to be king. And it's quite a tale. Like, yeah, it is just a game, but some would argue it is the most important and best game ever made. This this game of just perfect game with these blocks just falling and you putting them into place. It just does something to our brains, and we're hooked for eternity. Like... That's why you should never play in the toilet because you'll be there twenty minutes longer than you need to. It's it's important. It's important to video games. It it is so much, and I mean, like I don't have a lot of love for Tetris, but I could play it for three hours in a row and not notice I've done it. Or my kid will play it. Like it, it still comes out. There's Tetris ninety nine where. They somehow turned Tetris competitive, where where you you getting three lines in a row will destroy your opponent, and you can cackle right before somebody destroys you. It it just never stops. It, Tetris will walk over our corpses. So I'm gonna have to give this like nine out of ten perfect fitting blocks. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. So for me. My son plays competitive Tetris, and here's an old movie, Space Odyssey 2001. That's what it's like, watching him play Tetris. Like, I'm in front of the obelisk, and it opens, and colors are flashing around me. It sounds like he's on a typewriter when he plays. It's insane. (laughs) Competitive Tetris is insane. It's a sight to behold. The staying power of Tetris is incredible. And I thought this movie would suck, because there's no way it could translate that. But it does. Uh, Taryn, be in anything, let him be in anything he wants. Let him be in what he's passionate about. I love this actor. I think I'm a total fanboy now. I thought the second Kingsman movie was terrible. But I feel like if I watched it again now after this, I'd be like, this is all right, because I'm in love with this man. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> No, he doesn't have a mustache. The magic oh, would be yeah, broken. For sure. You, you got to rewatch yeah. Eddie the Eagle. Yeah, the Eddie the Eagle. What, what a weird movie again. Historical fiction. I hate historical fiction, you guys, but I loved this. I'm taking the Fableman's advice. Paul Dano says something in that film. Well, he's not lying, honey. He's telling a story. And I'm really trying to put that to heart when I watch more historical movies. And it's worked out so far. So I did love this as well. My nit- My nitpicks, very petty. There's a scene in the movie where it's like Mike Tyson will knock him out just like Mike Tyson knocks out whoever your character is. And I'm like, you don't know Little Mac? You work for Nintendo Japan and you don't remember Little Mac? That's stupid. Who wrote that line? And there's another scene where it's like, just like Link needs Zelda. 
and it shows two links next to each other holding their swords up. I'm like, what is this? This is a nitpick. That's not Zelda. Who? Someone should get <laughs> fired for that mistake. <laughs> Take their children away. But I'm hoping to grow as a person and get over those what my wife would call, oh my gosh, relax. You're being ridiculous type of nitpicks. So I'm actually going to give this one as well. So fun. Nine out of ten. Train to Basan endings. (laughs) (laughs) The daughter singing got you, Brad? I don't know why, but it did. Spoiler! Yeah, yeah, those weren't spoilers for Train to Busan, but yeah, how beautiful! I was shocked at how moved I was at the ending of this film. The Disney dad thing got yeah. you. Wow. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm a bad person, but the presenting of the check to the wife was—that's yeah. where I was like, oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a big check. It's a really big check. 